Welcome to the Kingdom Dream Chasers podcast, a podcast for women of faith in direct sales and network marketing who are ready to build thriving businesses with God, for God, and because of God. This podcast is for you if you want to learn how to work smarter, not harder. If you're ready to give up selling for serving, give up recruiting for inviting, and give up those spammy messages for true kingdom connections. Here, you will learn how to embrace your identity as a daughter of the king in network marketing. And as you do so, God will show you how to chase his dreams for your business. Your host, Gail Root, is a passionate kingdom business coach. She exclusively coaches women of faith in the industry to get results by building their business on kingdom values. With over 30 years of experience and landing consistently in the top 2%, ladies, this is her field of favor. Hit subscribe and meet us back here each week as we learn how to work from rest and build thriving kingdom businesses. All right, here we go, kingdom dream chasers. Hey, 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 kingdom dream chasers. How are we doing? Okay, so regardless of when you are listening to this, um, this is going to be a blessing to you. But for those of you who are listening to it, as it drops in real time, it's Advent. And the Lord has just been blessing me probably more than I've ever remembered experiencing around the season of Advent. And there are some pearls that I would just cannot wait to share with you. Um, but the first thing before we get into that, um, and by the way, there are going to be five shifts um, when it comes to Advent that I'm going to be sharing with you today. And believe me, they are going to bless your spirit um, emotionally, physically. They're going to um, they're going to bless your relationships. They are going to bless this season that you're going into, and it's going to ripple out to your business and all of those you come in contact with. But most importantly, it's going to deeply bless you and your relationship with the Lord. So don't miss all five. The first thing I have to tell you, though, is something very exciting that you are the first to hear, and that is I'm going to, starting in 2023, and I'm telling you this to hold myself accountable. And the news is I'm going to be taking this podcast to YouTube so that I can be sharing in a more intimate way on video the exact message I'm bringing to you in voice. So you're still going to be able to access, just like you are now, the podcast, but you're also going to be able to access the podcast from a video standpoint. So I'll be shooting the video and the audio at the same time. So it's not going to change anything for you unless you really love um, video and you'll be able to not only listen, but you'll be able to watch. So you're the first to hear it and I'm committing um, it live out loud to you so that I will hold myself accountable. And by the way, that is going to be our topic for next week um, is accountability. It is the absolute difference maker in a business. And I'm going to be giving you steps on how to use accountability to accelerate your plans for 2023. So we will step into that next week. So now let's jump into these five shifts for the Advent season. And I have to give all honor um, with what I'm about to share to you to a beautiful new author. Her name is Ruth Chow Simons. And I'll spell it for you. Of course, Ruth, that's kind of easy. C-H-O-U is probably her maiden name, I'm guessing. And then Simons, her married name 
main, eh, <laughs> married name, S-I-M-O-N-S. She's written a number of books, but this particular book is a 25-day journey called Emmanuel. So it's an invitation to prepare him room at Christmas time and always. And this has just been such a blessing to me. I literally woke up on the first day of December excited to get to my chair to practice my Master Your Morning Steps, all with the plans of starting in Luke and reading Luke for the holiday season. And I had received a package in the mail the night before. So on November 30th, I'd received a, a box and I... um for whatever reason, right? We know it was the Lord. I was drawn to opening it as I was waiting for my coffee on December 1st. And as I, I opened it, and it was a book from my sister, and it was this book. And it was a box of chocolates too, of course, which I proceeded to eat all of um, in the next couple of days. But um, this is such, now Ruth is an author and she's an artist and she has a, and she's a mother of six boys, which makes me love her even more. Um, you can find her on Facebook and follow her on Facebook, but she is, um, her artwork, I adore. I just am drawn to her artwork. I am drawn to her. I love the way she communicates. And these, um, these chapters um, are just really powerful, um, and I'm just going to give it, giving you some high-level highlights, the ones that have really been blessing me. So the first shift is from expectations to being expectant. Now, those words seem so similar, but yet they are so vastly different. So this is what happens when we have expectations. Expectations are basically these voices inside of us saying that something needs to turn out a certain way, or we're afraid that if it doesn't, there's going to be, we are going to be crestfallen, rejected, disappointed, right? So we do everything we can to make sure that that expectation gets met. So we're focused, please hear me, we're focused on an outcome. And that is always God's job, never ours. Our job is to stay in the day, stay yoked with him, and stay trusting that the outcome he will take care of if we just focus on doing what he's called us to do today. And So those expectations can be so burdensome. They bring um, resentment, they bring discouragement, and they bring um, a lot of hurt in your relationships. So the faster you can use this shift to get out of expectations and to move to being expectant, well, what does that mean? It means this is, are we not, like think of Mary, the virgin mother, right? She was being expectant of that impending birth. The expectation is having your eyes on hope, having your eyes on the Lord, knowing that he is bringing blessing, he is bringing abundance, he is bringing gifts um, and provision to you because that is his nature and that is who he is. So when we are looking in expectant joy, in hope for what is coming, guess what? We find it because we are coming from a place of belief and trust and we find what we're looking for. And we trust that whatever the outcome is, is perfect because it's exactly what God wants it to be. And it's always for our good, regardless of if it's what we think we want it to happen. It's always better because God has purpose and plans and it always to bless us and equip us. 
So moving from expectations, which keep us focused on control and disappointment and discouragement and resentment when things don't go our way, um, it breaks up. It is probably, um, well, you might have heard this before, but expectations are actually premeditated resentments. That's a writer downer. Um, but if you haven't heard that before, just know that if you look back on your life at some of the most painful moments in any relationship that you have, whether it was a friend, a sibling, a spouse, a parent, it is probably because of unmet expectations. And um, that shift from going from being having expectations to instead being expectant for what God is going to bring, what God is going to do, it completely shifts everything. So that's number one. So here's our second shift. The second shift is going from being worried to being worshipful. When we are worried, here comes that word again, expectations. When we are worried, we're worried that the expectations are not going to be met. We're worried that someone's going to be disappointed in the gift, disappointed in the meal, disappointed in the shopping, in the wrapping, in the packaging, and disappointed, right? We are worried that things are not going to go as we hope, as we have planned. So we get worried, we fret, and we, we think things are falling apart before they even are. And we actually close the door on so many blessings because we simply just can't see them when we're in that worried, fretful state. We miss so much of the blessings that are all around us. And so when we move away from worried, we shift out of it, and we shift instead to being worshipful. Now our eyes are on hope. Our eyes are on what God's going to do because of who he is. And we lay our burdens down at his feet. We lay our hopes down at his feet. Yes, cry out to him. Tell him what you're hoping for. But then say, but I will trust in you, Lord. I will trust more in you and your ways than in whatever my plans might be. When we look back on our lives as believers, we can almost almost without a doubt see how his ways, his plans have always been better than anything we could have come up with. Even in those darkest times, they've always been there's always been fruit and provision that have come from them. So going from being worried, which is uh wait for it, not trusting, not believing that God is in charge and that God wants what's best always for us. Because if we are worried, what we're doing is we're saying, I'm, I'm imagining a future that God is not in. That's what the definition is worried as a believer is imagining a future that God is not in. And as believers, there is never a future that God is not in. And when we look to our future, we don't have to worry because God will always be there. Number three. Oh, I think I said five. Um, I think there's just going to be four. We'll see what happens. Um, number three, shift. We're shifting from lack to generosity. Wow. This was a beautiful awakening in me. So when we have that spirit of not enough, maybe you're lacking ideas, maybe you're lacking peace, maybe you're lacking income, maybe you're lacking stuff and you're looking around at others and you feel you're lacking. Maybe you're lacking um, a sense of equipping in your business. Maybe you're lacking 
whatever your perception is, you're looking at it as lacking, that you're lacking something. Maybe you want to be giving something that you don't have the ability to give right now. When we shift from that spirit of not enough, which is that place of lack, which again is a place of not trusting, we, we shift instead to a spirit of generosity and we start to see first God's generous spirit and that we were made in his image. We were created to be generous, to be generous in our praise, to be generous in our, in our love for others, to be generous in our compassion, to be generous in our forgiveness. You can be so generous without two nickels to rub together. God has given us the ability to be generous in our spirit. We can be generous to our loved ones around us. We can be generous to our teammates, our upline, our downline, our friends, our coaches, our mentors. We can be generous in our praise. We can be generous in our thanks. We can be generous. I say thanks and gratitude because I think they're both different. Thanks is an action that we take and gratitude is that deep sense of knowing that we have been cared for, we have been loved, we have been provided for. We can be generous in our forgiveness. And when we start to develop that spirit of generosity, it starts overflowing. The Lord just blesses it because it's so much a part of his nature. When we're willing to take it on, he is so delighted in us. And you're going to find that you have, as you step into this shift out of lack into generous generosity, you start, there There will be a relationship. I'm just going to predict this for you because this is what happened to me. There will be a relationship in your life, a very important one, where you're feeling some lack. You might have a resentment because things aren't going the way you think they should or someone's not behaving the way you think they should. So your spirit is you're in a place of lack. You're in a place of looking at them, looking at the relationship and saying it's lacking. They're lacking. And you're having resentments because expectations are going unmet and you're worried, right? It's the whole kit and caboodle, right? Don't you love that phrase? So when you shift from that place of lack and you realize that God is a God of generosity, so he's calling us to step in to be like him, to call in on that person, to stop looking at that relationship in lack and resentment and worry, instead being generous to that person, be generous in compassion, be generous in forgiveness, be generous in love and praise, and look for the things to love on them for and to thank them for and to forgive them for and to want whatever it is we're, we're wanting, whatever burdens they might be carrying. We want to be generous in our prayers that they stop carrying those burdens. And what can we do, because we're not in lack anymore, with our generous spirit to be helping to unburden them. And the Lord will be so delighted that you have shifted from lack, 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 not enough, worried, expectations, anger, resentment, to a generous spirit. You will be amazed at what starts transpiring in your heart around that person. The forgiveness that starts to come, the generosity that starts to come, the compassion that starts to come, the forgiveness, and your desire for them to be blessed and unburdened um, through your generous spirit. So it is really powerful. Now, we're only going to have time for four, and I highly recommend 
If this is really speaking to you, go look up the author, look up the book, go grab a hold of it, order it on Amazon and get it because trust me, there's still many days of Advent to go and you can get all caught up. The last shift, are you ready for it? Going from stressed to grateful. This is almost, a lot of these shifts almost have, I don't really like the word magic because it it, it doesn't um, really, uh, as a believer, I don't know that it really is scriptural based in any way. However, it does, let's, let's use the word miraculous, right? Instead of magic. It is almost, you actually feel like a miracle is taking place within you. When you make some of these shifts and you literally feel such a heavy burden, and after you make the shift, you feel a sense of light and the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the shift so quickly that it's unnerving how miraculously the Lord worked, how quickly he worked in your life. And what I love about it is you know that it's clearly not anything that we could have done on our own. We That's why we know it's miraculous, and that's why the word magic wasn't... Um, Thank you, Lord, um, for that word that I knew that word was just not anywhere close to what um, you were trying to get me to communicate. And the word is miraculous. It is a miracle when you go through such a powerful shift in such a short period of time. You know, it's nothing that you could have done on your own. It's nothing to do with power or positive thinking or any such garbage. It, It was a true miracle in the shift that happened inside of you because of your choice to let go of being stressed and instead turning to being grateful. So the holiday season can often, for many of us, conjure up a lot of stress. We look at the twinkle lights, the wrapping paper, the the cookies, everything. You can walk through the grocery store and some of us, our heart rate just starts to accelerate. Or worse, you get on social media and you see what everyone else is doing. You see someone putting up their tree and you think, wow, their tree is about five times more beautiful than mine. And look at their mantle and look at their fireplace and look at their house and all the things, right, that we tend to fall victim to at times. And so we add, we allow stress to enter in. We allow, again, expectations, worry, resentment to enter in. And so this season is all about being expectant of the joy and provision of the Lord, being expectant every day of the blessing the Lord's going to bring, how he's going to bring peace, how he's going to bring joy. You know, it might be a sunrise. It might be a, a moonlit night. It might be just the smell of the crisp, crisp air. It might be just some twinkle lights that just... um you know, it might be the smell of something in the oven or a cookie or something that just brings you back. Whatever those moments are, if you are expectant that the Lord is going to bring you blessing after blessing, you will find every one of those blessings. But what happens is we get stressed. We allow the list of things that we think we as mothers, grandmothers, business owners, think that we need to accomplish and get done, we allow it to make us feel so burdened and overwhelmed but it is all in our mind, when you turn away from that stress and instead you turn to gratitude, having that grateful heart for 
every blessing you already have. Look at your home. Look at your family. Look at all that's been provided for you. Look at how you grew up. Look at your parents. Look at, I mean, on and on and on. You can find blessing after blessing after blessing. How you've been equipped. The talents that the Lord's given you. The spiritual gifts the Lord's given you. The wisdom the Lord's given you as you've grown in your intimacy with Him. You can just become more and more and more grateful make a gratitude list. Don't have one? Go make a gratitude list. It is one of the most, um, I'd say when it comes to taking action, when you're really in a difficult place in your mind, you're feeling very discouraged, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling let down, when you can instead move away from that to-do list and instead make a gratitude list. It is so miraculous what over, what you feel overcome with joy. You feel overcome with peace. You feel overcome with trust about what God is doing. Go to scripture. Find scriptures that you can cling to and, and buy, ask the Lord to bind you to him during the season so that you remain childlike in your expectation, grateful in your expectation for all the Lord is has done, is doing, and wants to continue to do. And my prayer for each of you is that you cry out and say, Lord, don't let me miss a thing. I don't want to miss one moment, one sliver of your blessings. I want to see every beautiful gift you have for me this hour, this day. And just thank him over and over again. And so as we do a little recap, um, we our first shift was going from having expectations to being expectant. And our second shift was going from feeling worried to feeling worshipful. And our third shift was going from lack to generosity. And our last shift was going from stressed, lay it down, put it down, make a choice now, you will not pick it up again, to grateful. And lastly, the miraculous thing that happens is when we are in, when we, when we haven't shifted and we're in that first position, that position is filled with doubt, worry, discouragement, and it actually blocks the sunlight of the spirit. It blocks the Lord's ability for us to see what he has for us. And it's when we shift What we're saying is, I believe, I trust, I surrender. And all of a sudden, it's like doors open, windows open, lights come on, and we start to see what we couldn't see before. Don't miss it. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Dream Chasers podcast. It's not an accident that you landed here, so stick around. If you are blessed by the content, subscribe and join Gail weekly. There is nothing more important to her and her team than shares and reviews. So if you'd consider one or both, that would be awesome. Hungry for more kingdom perspectives on direct sales and network marketing? Gail offers free and paid challenges, courses, mentorship groups, and coaching programs throughout the year. They may be just what you have been praying for. And most importantly, Gail wants to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being ready to learn how to seek God first in your business. That's the hallmark of a kingdom dream chaser.